0: Amanda, remember that time you just couldn't find a good man in Tudor, England? Hello,
1: and welcome to Remember That Time, an historical podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Webb.
0: And I'm your host, Anna Webb, and this is a podcast where two sisters totally geek out about all their favorite moments in history. And you thought we were done with the tutors? <laughs> Guess who's <Girl>. back? <laughs> back <real>. again. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Shady is back. Tell a friend. Oh my um, gosh. We're getting back into the tutors today, my friends, because I just couldn't help myself.
1: I love it. I'm here. We're doing it. A,
0: I saw a TikTok come up, uh... A couple of days ago where somebody was talking about margaret tudor and i was like i should talk about margaret tudor she's really <laughs> interesting so credit to that tiktoker i don't remember their name but it was a really good video um sorry sorry i can't tell you where to watch it but it was good <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we get into that would you like a little drink update of course i'm having some sprite
1: oh i love a sprite <laughs>
0: I love a Sprite.
1: I love a Sprite.
0: It's like my favorite beverage. It
1: is real. your favorite beverage for real. 100%. That is so true. And you, do are always... not, you are not often drinking a Sprite on the podcast, uh-uh. but you no. all other times are drinking a Sprite.
0: I always have one on deck. Yeah. 100%. There is always
1: a Sprite open in your house. Somewhere.
0: <laughs> Sometimes more than one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm having water.
0: Excellent. Excellent choice.
1: I got a new sticker from <gasps> Ooh, for your when bottle. I did Wizard of Oz.
0: Oh, Amanda adorable. helped to uh, direct and produce a, a community theater production of the Wizard Foss. Just
1: yes, it was. That was, I, it was Tech Week last time we did the podcast. That's
0: I'm right. now oh, right,
1: on yes. the other side of Tech Week, but beginning school. So it's <laughs> yeah, a different so everybody... kind of tired right now, but I don't have yeah. kids yet. So I'm actually in this weird middle space where I feel rested <laughs> very easy. briefly. I will yeah. be rested for two more days. I
0: know, right? And that's all I'm going to get. <laughs> Well, let's make the most of it. Let's, let's talk do about it. Margaret Tudor, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So Margaret Tudor is born on November twenty eighth, fourteen eighty nine, um, in the Palace of Westminster in London. Her can I just?
1: Sorry. Can I just say you started talking and I got comfortable because when we. <laughs> <laughs> when we're doing the tutors, I, can, I really just get to sit back and listen for a good long while, and I didn't wasn't didn't realize I did it. But you started talking, and I sat way the heck you back. Did. I had put my feet back. up. I'm I'm settled in. I got comfortable. I love
0: that. So funny. <laughs> anyway, Don't continue. Okay. <laughs> so bad. Okay. Uh, get it together. Okay. So Margaret's <laughs> father is of course King Henry the Huh. Um, the Not king. the king. Uh, no, that's her brother. We're getting there. Um, and her mother is Elizabeth of York. Elizabeth of York is the daughter of King Edward the Fourth. Um, and
1: we're all—it's all connected in there.
0: Uh huh. Um, and that's important, also, that her mother is a York because her father. This is the War of Roses thing, right? Right. Like, so the Yorks and the Lancasters are were fighting over the crown. Eventually. Henry the VII ends up... That's where we are now. Henry the VII is on the throne. Right. And um, he is... Cl- his claim to the throne is through the House of Lancaster, and he marries a York to try to consolidate that, you know, power, right? right. Um, so Margaret is their second child and their first daughter. Um, her older brother is Arthur, the Prince of Wales, and you'll recall Arthur was married to Catherine of Aragon... Um, before Henry VIII married mm-hmm. her. Um, and he, yeah. Um, so her older brother is Arthur, and then her younger brother is, of course, Henry, who will become Henry VIII. Um, and then she also has a younger sister, Mary, who is briefly the Queen of France. Yes. Um, it doesn't last very long. Um, and she she does have three other siblings. So her parents have three other children, um, Elizabeth, Edmund, and Catherine, but they all die very young. They don't... Um,
1: Live into adulthood. Out. Mm-hmm.
0: Um now something I think I just want to point this out. If you have ever seen the show The Tudors, you might find yourself confused at points because there is a character in that show, Henry's sister, Margaret. But that Margaret character, a lot of her storyline is actually closer to Mary in real life. Mm-hmm. Um and real life Margaret like almost no shared experience with the character Margaret in the show. So if huh. you've seen that and you're listening to the story and you're like, this doesn't sound right. It's because the show's is wrong. Uh, <laughs> so not to knock it. Cause I love that show, but you know, it's so a fictionalized she, telling. They have to consolidate yeah, some things. Absolutely. Um, she is named after Margaret Beaufort, lady Margaret, um, who is the countess of Richmond and Derby, And that is her paternal grandmother. And this is Henry the uh claim to the English throne, is his relation to Margaret Beaufort. Um, okay. It, it's not All the right. strongest claim.
1: Nobody's is. a conversation
0: is. for a different day. Nobody's <laughs> is. We're not talking about the Wars of Roses today. We, we were so
1: far anymore. gone from a solid claim at this point. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. And
1: anybody in their brother could claim the throne at this point. <laughs> and boy, howdy, did they?
0: Did they. They sure did. Um, we don't really know a lot about Margaret's childhood. We know that she spent a lot of it at Sheen Palace, and I think there was a fire there. And then she went to um, Eltham Palace, and that's where she spent a lot of her time. She probably had lessons in French and Latin because she definitely had tutors. Um, she <laughs> she also, had tutors, tutors, but with a T, the tutor, tutors, the tutor, tutors. <laughs> the tutor tutors. Um, And she probably learned music and embroidery. She was known to be particularly good at archery.
1: Oh, I love that Katniss.
0: (laughs) The original Katniss. (laughs) Now, as we had previously talked about, Henry VII's place on the throne is a little precarious. He has gotten it during the Wars of the Roses, but, you know, like you just said, lots of other claims.
1: Everybody wants that throne.
0: Yeah, and do you know who is kind of coming for him a little bit? It's King James the 4th, uh King of Scots. Oh man. Um he there's some animosity between James and Henry VII. Um not as much as you would expect, honestly. Henry VII would really like to come to peace with Scotland. Uh it's not a war that he wants to invest his time in, right? Um, but part of the issue is that James, um, has at one point given his support to a young man, probably named Perkin Warbeck, who was claiming to be, um, one of Edward IV's missing sons, one of the princes in the tower. He's claiming that he was one of these princes, but there's like no way to prove it. But James had thrown his support behind him, which would have threatened Henry's throne. So it was like a whole thing. Uh Uh, Um... But ultimately, Henry and James decide like this is not something we peace would be more beneficial for us at this. Okay, time. Um, so they start negotiating a peace treaty, and on January twenty fourth of fifteen oh two, they sign the Treaty of Perpetual Peace, which is hilarious to call a treaty between England and Scotland perpetual, perpetual peace. peace. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, and it's the first peace treaty signed between these two realms in over 170 years. Of course point. it is. Because it's England part, and Scotland. I know, exactly. And part of this treaty promises that young Princess Margaret will be married to King James IV, who does not currently have a wife. Okay. Um, so, they've signed the treaty. On April 2nd, 1502, Margaret's brother, Arthur, dies. As we know, he died before he was able to inherit the English throne. Uh-huh. And that makes her younger brother, Henry, the heir. Uh-huh. And we will, of course, get back to Henry. Yes. As we always do. Uh,
1: it all, it truly, the world today.
0: <laughs> it all comes back to Henry VIII. In eight, so many
1: that. ways can be traced back to Henry VIII. Eh?
0: Yeah, for real. Uh, I agree. Um, okay, so, Margaret... And James, King of Scots, are married by proxy on January 15th, I think, in 1503. I saw some sources say the 25th, and one said the 15th. I'm not totally positive. Okay. Um, Margaret is 13, and James is 30. Classic. And he already has taken many mistresses and has more than one illegitimate child. Like, right. I think four or something. He has several Ill- illegitimate children. Um, they are also third cousins classic because james's great grandmother is the aunt of lady margaret who princess margaret is named after
1: okay that could be worse
0: yeah and we'll talk about how it could be worse a little bit later (laughs) oh boy um but a special dispensation has to be given for them to get married because they are cousins Um, And the Pope does issue that. Uh So they're allowed to be married. Um, Now, I found this really interesting. So Margaret Beaufort, Lady Margaret, who is our Margaret's namesake, Uh um, had been married around the age of 12. And she gave birth to Henry VII when she was 13. Yikes. It it almost killed her. Of course uh, it it did. It was really bad. Um, And... It made her incapable of having any other children. Yep. So she is very worried about Princess Margaret's safety. Uh Uh-huh. So that is part of the reason why they want them married by proxy, because she's just not old enough, really. Right. They Um, want to secure
1: the peace, but they don't want her to be, like, actually married yet. Living with
0: and sleeping with this man. Yeah. Yeah. So on February 11th of 1503, Margaret's mother dies in childbirth with Mm. one of those aforementioned other siblings. Um, And about five months after that is when Margaret goes to Scotland finally. Okay. Um, She arrives on August 1st, 1503. There is a formal wedding celebration on August 8th um, at Holyrood Abbey in Edinburgh. Um, And it's... Probable that the marriage was consummated at this point to make it like legitimate, quote uh-huh. unquote, in their eyes. Um, but Margaret doesn't get pregnant for the first time until fifteen oh six, and it's really ha- believed that basically James decided said like we should wait because you're so young. So they did wait to like start having children to have yeah. a child. Um, for a little while, which is, well, again, like, more than you would normally yep. afford a woman at this yeah. time. Yeah.
1: Um. None of it's good, but that's not no. the worst.
0: <laughs> right. They do eventually have six children, but only one survives infancy. Wow. And we're going to obviously come out of the timeline here because I'm just going to go through uh-huh. all the kids. So um, first is James, um, named after his father, of course, uh-huh. um, and he is born in 1507 and he dies in 1508. They have a, do- a daughter that isn't given a name because they were, she was either stillborn or she died very shortly after childbirth um, uh-huh. in 1508 also. Um, Arthur Stewart, um, is born in 1509 and dies in 1510. And then they have another child that they named James. And this is the one that survives. Uh-huh. And he becomes James V of Scotland eventually. Um, they have another daughter who is born prematurely and dies in 1512. And then Alexander Stewart, um, born in 1514 and dies in 1515. And we will talk a little bit more about him later, um, but... He also dies very young. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, King James is actually known to treat Margaret really well. They have, like, a very friendly relationship. Um, He, they're not, I wouldn't say they're in love, certainly. Because he doesn't, like, stop having mistresses or anything. But they seem to get along really well. Um, He travels a lot. Which is
1: more than a lot of these women in this time would have had. So, Uh,
0: yeah, 100%, 100% they tra- he travels a lot she travels with him pretty regularly um and throughout the remainder of king james's life the treaty with england remains pretty much intact um despite the fact that the scots are also allied with france they sure are england does not <laughs> right um but they they really he tries to keep the two alliances separate this um, will
1: cause some problems later
0: <laughs> yeah right um and Henry Seven was is like really interesting. I might do an episode on him at some point too, because his desire to find peace in the realm was is like so vastly different from his sons. Um,
1: <laughs> we ta- Well, Hen- we've talked so much about. The Tudors, but we haven't talked very much at all about the War of the Roses, so. No,
0: because that's a whole can of worms. Yes, <laughs> so, yeah. So we're going to have to work our way back to that, I think. Yeah. Um, we, and we might have to do more than one episode, because it's several different little instances yes. of Yeah. shifts. It's wild. So, obviously, when Henry VIII takes the throne, he is not as interested in keeping peace with scotland no he's not um as his father was so when henry 8 takes the throne um james sends him a letter and he's like hey heard you decided to keep this peace treaty that's great because at first he did he was uh-huh. like you know sure like whatever father was dating, yeah right? he's like great that's wonderful but it's already starting to be rumored Um, that he's kind of gathering an army and that he might march on the Scots. Dude, come on. Um, but, you know, there are also rumors that, like, Henry and James are in league against each other for France. And that's a problem for James because he doesn't want France to think he's going back on their treaty. Right. So it's a whole thing. And right now, like, Europe is constantly at war because Mm -hmm. they're trying to control Italy at this point um so like the pope is at odds with france and henry the eighth is now married to catherine of aragon so his father-in-law ferdinand of aragon is aligned with the pope and then the scots are historically aligned with france so it's like a whole mm-hmm. there's a mess of stuff going. but on as we know
1: life. very soon henry the eighth is going to cause some big problems well, with the pope I was
0: Just about to say, though, Henry's going to cause problems before that because now he decides he wants to invade France. Yep. And James decides, "Mm, that treaty was first, so I'm going to uphold my treaty with France. And then James makes a significant mistake. Uh Uh-huh. He decides that he wants to invade England because he is trying to back up France. Now Catherine of Aragon is acting as regent because right. Henry is off in France and she gathers her troops. Girl knew what she now, was he, doing. Now he thought she did not. James thinks, you know, Catherine's in charge. She's not going to have the might that Henry does. And oh boy, was he miss- very wrong.
1: Oh honey, do you have a big storm coming?
0: <laughs> uh, truly. So she gathers her troops. They meet at the Battle of Flodden on September 9th, 1513, and James's troops cannot handle it. And they are decimated. Work. And James is also killed in this battle. Oh, that's right. Margaret Tudor's husband has now been killed. Mm -hmm. Um, And this makes her son, who is 17 months old. Oof. This makes him James V, King of Scots. Uh Uh-huh. So, before going into battle, her husband had created a will, um, and it makes Margaret the regent to their son. um, And she can retain this role as long as she remains unmarried.
1: Oh, wow. Ooh, what an interesting clause to put in there. This is
0: extremely important.
1: Yeah. Because it doesn't Um, say until he's grown and can be king. Correct. Interesting. Well,
0: but... It does, but it just means that if she gets married before that time, she cannot serve as regent anymore. One of his counselors will or whatever. Right. So, um, her becoming regent is not very popular among most of the nobles in Scotland. Um, Women rarely have this type of power. Um, Margaret is the sister of their biggest enemy Mm -hmm. now. Um, And a pro-French... Faction starts to form among the nobility, and they want her replaced by John Stuart, who I believe is James the Fourth's cousin, I think um maybe yeah, um he's the second Duke of Albany and he is the closest male re- relative to the new king james v right uh-huh um and he is third in line for the throne technically right okay. so. They want him.
1: Yeah, but if you put, y'all, if you put third in line for the throne on the throne, uh uh-oh, they're going to want to be the only one in line for the throne, and they're going to really want to get rid of some people.
0: I think you're going to be surprised at what happens here. Really? Okay. Okay. So James V is crowned King of Scots on September 21st, 1513, but again, he's a baby, so (laughs) can't really do much. Um, Margaret had been pregnant when her husband was killed. So this is that last child that we were talking about. Oh right. About. So she didn't know it, I think, at the time that he actually was killed in battle, but That's interesting. And of course she was pregnant. Um, and she does give birth to that son in 1514. Um now <laughs> sorry I have to read again. Okay, so now by July of 1514, she has kind of managed to reconcile the sort of contending parties, the people who are, like, very loyal to the wishes of the uh, former king. Uh-huh. And also the pro-French faction. Um, so things are going okay. <laughs> and then she makes a really big mistake. Oh, boy. She starts getting close with this no- noble family. Um, And one of them is Archibald Douglas, the 6th Earl of Angus. We will be calling him Angus, just FYI. Love that. Um, And she decides she wants to marry him. Oh. So they get married secretly on August 6th of
1: 1514. Uh Uh-oh. Hey, girl. um, Big hoops. You know, you are the (laughs) queen and regent. And if you really wanted to marry that guy, he probably would have waited until your son was a little bit older.
0: I don't know. He's kind of the worst, but. Okay. You know, there, it's not totally clear why she decided to do this because you would think.
1: That That she would have waited. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, who knows, maybe it really was like a love match and that's what she wanted. She's it, still very you know? young
1: also, so. She is
0: very young so Yeah, yeah. And maybe, I mean, I think a lot of people probably believe and are probably right to think, like, ultimately, she will not survive law without the protection of a man in this society,
1: with the position and, she finds herself in. Like, yeah, as the she, sister to the she, King of England. Yes, yeah. She's in Look.
0: danger, really. Yeah. And so I I think that was probably a big part of her motivation. But mm-hmm. it's not really, known. it's not like we have, like, a bunch of letters between them mm-hmm. saying how much they love each other. We don't really have that. Right. So, but this obviously alienates some other noble houses. It really strengthens the pro-French faction. Mm-hmm. Um and they decide, like, you you went back on what, you have violated the will, mm-hmm. right? The will said, as long as you are unmarried, you can remain regent of Scotland. But you so got you married. can't be regent anymore. Right. So they decided to bring in Albany, okay. the guy we were talking about before. Um, He arrives in Scotland in May of 1515. He is installed in as regent in July of that year and he gets custody of James and Alexander, the other son that she had Margaret had given birth right. to. Um and that was really important. He had to have custody of them because he's their kind of protector now, right? Right. That's so like part of him becoming the regent. Right. Um and by this point Margaret is now expecting a child with her new husband, Angus. Sure. Um, and she, go- she goes to Edinburgh initially. Um, now, she had been exchanging letters with her brother, Henry. And Henry had been urging her to take her sons and flee to England. He said, you can come here. And she had repeatedly refused because she didn't want to remove James from Scotland. She was afraid that that would threaten his
1: position as position. king. Yeah. Right.
0: But now that she's been ousted, she decides, I will come to England because they're in the uncle's custody now anyway. There's not really much she can do. So she goes to England. Um, While she's there, she gives gives birth to a daughter, Lady Margaret Douglas, who, okay, so here's where we're going to talk about how it gets worse. (laughs) So Lady Margaret Douglas will eventually become the mother of Henry Stewart. Uh Uh-huh who is the cousin and second husband of Mary, Queen of Scots. Yes. Father of James VI. James Six. The sixth. Yes. So James VI, his parents have the same grandmother, and that's Margaret Tudor.
1: <laughs> that's wild. So... That's Wait, mar- yeah. that's so messy.
0: I know, Amanda.
1: James VI's parents both okay okay <laughs> the math here yeah 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 oh gosh
0: yeah um also while she's in england margaret hears of the death of her younger son alexander and Ugh. initially they like they held off telling her because after every single one of margaret's pregnancies she was very very ill it right. took her a really long time to recover after all of her pregnancies including this one with um, her daughter, Margaret. Mm-hmm. Um, and so initially they, like, didn't want to tell her because they thought it might kill her, really. <laughs> right. Um, but, but you know, she does obviously find out. Um, now, Albany, your, your man back in Scotland, who's now the regent.
1: Uh-huh.
0: During this time is, like, repeatedly begging Margaret to come back to Scotland huh. and saying, I am not interested in taking your son's throne. I don't want it. He's saying, like, you will be safe here. I will make sure that you can just have a life here. And wow. just live normally. Um, but she really doesn't believe him. Understandably fair so. <laughs> fair enough. But Al- Albany really, he wants to be in France. He had no interest in coming to Scotland. He didn't uh-huh. want to be there. Um... But so, like I said, she doesn't believe him. She stays in England. She does go to Henry's court. Um, Which gets so messy so fast. uh, I know, right? Her husband doesn't stay. He decides he is going to go back to Scotland to try to secure his position. He wants to make peace with the fr- pro French faction and secure his position. He's
1: Scottish. I mean, yeah. But he
0: has just left his wife and child in he England. Said, Forget you guys. I don't care what your position is. I'm going back to save myself. Wow. Literally. So that's fun. Uh uh-huh. huh. He's, he's the worst. Um. <laughs> And while this is interesting, so while Margaret is at Henry's court at this time, it kind of becomes known as the court of three queens, because <laughs> obviously Catherine of Aragon. Um, Margaret is still considered a queen. Yes. Because she was married to the king. And her sister Mary is there at the same time. And she is still considered a queen, even though her husband, the king of France, has passed away because he was super old. Right. Um, but that's a- huh. Mary's. A- Mary's a whole other story. That that's really interesting. Thing. Yeah. So Henry now has – Henry VIII now has an interesting incentive to want to make peace with Scotland. Now, if you will recall from talking about the Henry VIII in that episode – um, Henry flip-flops a whole bunch on who Always. he wants peace with, who he's at war with. He can't decide if he wants to be on Scotland's side or France's side. He definitely doesn't want to be all three of them, it's but he can't choose. Because
1: he's a very bad king.
0: Yeah, he was not Act- prepared he's a, for it. He's really he bad at being king. <laughs> he didn't want to do it originally. And then when he got on the throne, he was like, this is amazing. He he's how. so bad at it. <laughs> he's the worst. Um... So, but now he decides, maybe I should try for peace with Scotland. And the really big reason is that Henry now has a daughter, um, but no son. So Margaret's son is his male heir now.
1: He's He's the next in line for the throne.
0: Exactly. It would benefit England to have the same heir as scotland and then to combine the kingdoms right. at some point which we know does eventually happen right with this james right um so that's what's going on that, that
1: happens with my james my favorite but, james right
0: exactly but part of this is that he really needs margaret in scotland he doesn't need her sitting at his court kicking back and doing nothing Right, and which and, after the and number of, off of ch- his money, after the number of children that. she's had, I think she's earned that. Frankly, uh, for real, <laughs> seriously. Um, but he doesn't want, basically, doesn't want to be footing her bill. Right, he wants <laughs> her to be back in Scotland.
1: He said, "There's two. Oops, all queens in my court right now, and I, I need know. to get them out of here."
0: <laughs> oops, all queens. Too many queens.
1: If um, I have so one more, I have a, make- I have a set. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: too many.
1: It's too many, so and then he does, does have another does, one. Sorry. <laughs>
0: Yeah, another one's coming up. Yeah. Quick. He hits four and eventually. Another, and another, and another, yeah. and another. Right. Um, so this treaty does allow Margaret to return to Scotland. She goes back in 1517. And like I said, Albany wants to go home. He, does, he wow. wants to go back to France. Um, he does not like being regent. He doesn't like living in Scotland. He misses his wife. He wants to go home. Um, so it's favorable for him, too. So he's like, I'm on board. Bring her back. Great. Please, for the love of God, get me Mm -hmm. out of here. (laughs) So it's agreed that Margaret will live at Sterling Castle, and she will have unlimited access to her son, um, King James. But that's not really what happens in reality. Like, she's permitted to see him, but there's a lot of supervision. um, And, you know, the Scots lords are afraid that she's going to take him gonna like kidnap him and you know take him to england well
1: especially knowing that henry's motivation for this treaty in the first place was that's my heir of course they assumed that yeah
0: and where would henry want james
1: in england he He wants him being raised as the english heir not as the scottish heir
0: he wants margaret to be his eyes in scotland and he Uh wants james in England. so they're afraid she's gonna do that yeah now as you might recall margaret's husband angus has had gone back to Scotland. So what has he been doing? What's he been doing, Amanda? I don't know. What could it be? <laughs> He's got himself a low mistress. He's living with her openly. Okay. They have had a child together. Uh-huh. And while Margaret was in England, all of her assets were inaccessible to her. So Angus has just been spending her money. Wow. So. That's fun. Uh So your girl, Margaret, she wants an annulment. She's like, I want out. This guy is the worst. He's spending all my money. He's not taking care of me and his child, his legitimate child, Uh quote unquote. Um, And he had another one. So I want out. Who objects? Her sweet, sweet brother, Henry. Oh, my God. Could anything be more ironic?
1: What's wrong with him?
0: Oh, Amanda. What is wrong? Question.
1: He is so... There's so much wrong with him. You can't yeah. even... Oh. Because yeah. yeah.
0: if you will recall, before Henry wanted out of his marriage, he was deeply against divorce. Yep. Because that was their religion, right? Um, So, he doesn't want his sister to get a divorce. And also, Angus is now a pretty useful ally to him in Scotland. Um, because he can, kind of counter the pro French faction, you know. Uh huh. Um. So with all of that happening, Henry's getting closer to Angus. Margaret wants to get rid of Angus, so she starts actually getting closer with Albany. Okay. And saying, "Okay, I'll kind of be on the French side then. If my brother's not going to help me, mm-hmm. maybe the French will." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and she actually suggests that Albany come back and resume his regency because now that is much safer for her Uh to be there because Angus could conceivably try to take over at this point. Right. So Albany returns to Scotland in 1521 and he and Margaret, they're allies now. Right. And she convinces him to support her kind of campaign to separate from her husband. Um, Uh Which he, you know, he tries. (laughs) Um, Angus and his allies really use this as trying, they're trying to spread the rumor that Albany and Margaret are now in this like adulterous relationship, which there's no evidence of that they were. And also if
1: they were, then that would have supported him getting separated from her. That would have been a reason for him to take to court to separate from her.
0: No, it would have been a reason for him to withdraw her from that environment and bring her back under his control. Okay, right? Cuz he could but he wouldn't. Right. He, he didn't have the money to yeah. separate from her, right? Yeah. Um and they allege that Margaret is planning to murder her son and rule Scotland with Albany. That's what they're trying to say her plan is. That doesn't make any sense. Her her brother wants
1: her son to be the king of England right now. So, like, why would she? Okay.
0: I don't know. Because they're looking for reasons. You're right. Um, Now, Albany cannot obtain an annulment for Margaret because he's regent and not king. He can't really do that much about it. Um, but they, he does manage to get Angus exiled to France. Love that. Yeah, for real. Um, and he, they kind of start to try to restore this Scotland. They're trying to revive it from this conflict that's been going on between Margaret and Angus. Because uh-huh. Angus has also been trying to get... He's been fighting with other people. It's a whole other thing. Uh-huh. Albany goes back to France in 1522 and he he leaves a regency council in place while he's gone but he does not put margaret on that council i don't know why it's okay bad. um so for the next couple years he kind of goes back and forth so he'll be in scotland for a while and then he'll go to france and he'll leave this council in place okay so in 1524 albany is removed from power as the regent and what is essentially a coup
1: okay um
0: she margaret <laughs> So Albany is back in France at this point, and Margaret gets one of Angus's like enemies on her side, and they decide to get take James, basically. Mm-hmm. Um he's twelve now, he's a little bit older. He's getting closer to the time where he could start to actually effectively rule, roll, yeah. Yeah, and so they bring him um to Edinburgh with them. Um and In August of that year, Parliament declares the regency at an end, and they give James his full powers as king. Okay. In his own right. Um, Now, in practice, he's still going to have people in charge of him because he's so young. He
1: still needs a couple years before he can be actually in charge.
0: Right, exactly. Um, But ultimately, he is, you know, he's fully the king now. Okay. While this is happening, Margaret is starting up another little... Romance. She's interested in Henry Stewart. Different spelling of the other Henry Stewart. So we were talking about Henry Stewart earlier. That's what the the year... This is a different Stewart. This is a different Stewart. This is a Scottish Um, Stewart. Yeah, uh uh-huh. And he is promoted to a senior office. This makes some of the nobles angry. Shock. (laughs) Um, And some of those nobles enter into an alliance with... Angus. Oh, my they're gosh. still married, remember? Um,
1: this is always what's going on in Scotland, by the way. <laughs> like, know, this right? is the most Scottish. They're always, it's, like, a couple of people want to, it, it comes from their long history of, um like family rulings yes. of everybody wants to be like th- these families will align themselves with this person and these yeah. families will align themselves with this person and then when that starts to fall like out of fashion with the kings being in charge it yeah. still is Scotland holds on to that in a way that no other country does yes. at this time
0: and now the English are coming in and being like that's not really how we do it but the Scottish are still so we firmly just, in that I know we were kind of just doing it between those two families for a long time but truthfully it's not what we'd prefer right so.
1: <laughs> but it's such a it is such a scottish conflict it is yeah. such a specifically scottish conflict to be happening it
0: totally is it totally is so angus has now gathered some more allies and he decides he, he's going to come back to edinburgh he escapes his exile in france and he comes back um with a big group of armed men and he's saying i have a right to go into parliament and because i'm a scottish nobleman right i have a right and margaret says Mmm. Bring out the cannons. All <laughs> <He requires laughs> cannons to be fired on him as he's approaching. Him.
1: That's fully that, um, that then die meme. Yeah, <laughs> you right. know, It's the exactly. Obama then die meme. <laughs>
0: yeah. And Henry, by the way, at this point, is fully on Angus's side.
1: Of, co- of course he is. Because he's just, and- he's come around... <laughs>
0: and he's very upset with Margaret for aligning herself with Albany a Frenchman. She, he does not like that.
1: What do, b- boy what she's doing uh, is getting your only heir to be fully uh, on the throne. What is wrong with him? He's so he's so bad at being not, king. He's he so is, bad he's at the being worst king. king. He, he has the worst no king. his alliances are nothing. He's so <laughs> bad at being king.
0: I know. Um so Angus withdraws for the time being. But he is admitted back into the Council of Regency in February of 1525. Now, this is all very interesting. So while while King James is so young, even though he is a king in his own right, there's this arrangement that has been put in place that custody of him would be shared among the noblemen. They take turns, and their custody would last about three months, and then he would go to somebody else.
1: Which, again, is such a Scottish arrangement.
0: <laughs> yeah, now Angus, because he is back in this system, oh
1: right,
0: seizes his opportunity when it's his turn, and he takes James. Oh my! So gosh. he has essentially kidnapped the, the child. Great at this point.
1: Who is not even his actual kid, right? Like it's his wife's Correct. kid, but it's not his yeah. kid.
0: Yeah, and his wife doesn't even technically have custody either, right? So, which is why she hasn't
1: just taking the kid
0: him to go to england or yeah or france but like she could have taken him to france but she didn't
1: that's so wild it's not your kid
0: yeah so by this point margaret is fully obsessed with getting um an annulment from her husband uh, well yeah she is determined and she starts using i just thought this was interesting it's not the reason really that she's able to get her annulment, but she starts butt playing into this sort of conspiracy and rumor that goes around that her first husband, James the Fourth, had not actually been killed in battle. But that he his troops were defeated so badly that he had basically said, I'm out, I'm done being king, I can't do it, and he fled and he's still alive somewhere. And this is interesting because that would make her current marriage completely illegitimate yeah
1: interesting oh she said so maybe this could she said maybe this conspiracy theory will get me out of it
0: a hundred percent okay and i don't know that that is what why but on march 11th of 1527 the pope does grant her petition and says you can get an annulment what
1: okay so the pope said you know you have Absolutely no evidence of your husband still being alive. But this is what i
0: I don't know if that's the reason. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's what I'm saying. Because if that was, if that's why he decided to do it.
1: That yeah, that would make sense. Because if that would be why he decided to do it, then that would make her son not the king anymore. James no, would still true? be the king. Because no, he was because
0: he would not her son would still have inherited from his father. He's not there.
1: But if he, he was still alive, wouldn't he still be?
0: But if he fled and said, I don't want to be king okay, okay, then he's not the king anymore.
1: But he never right? abdicated. That's so messy.
0: But it would be treated as an abdication. Sure. I guess. Right? Sure. But I don't know if that's why the Pope. It's totally okay. possible that he was just like, well, this guy has kidnapped your son now. and
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> It's clear that this guy sucks. You may <laughs> right. have an annulment.
0: <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Who knows? She is not on the throne. So I think they maybe care about her annulment a little bit less than like Henry's. Right. Um... <laughs> I don't know. Fair but enough. But she doesn't actually hear about it until December of that year because there's just like so much conflict going on and she right. just not
1: Her son has been kidnapped, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Yeah. But she's ready to move on. And on March 3rd of 1528, Margaret marries Henry Stuart, her other beau, her dude.
1: And then is later grandmother to a different Henry Stewart.
0: No, James. Well,. No, yes. Sorry. Yes. Yes, Henry. And then she's the great grandmother. Grandmother of James. Yes. I think I said it wrong earlier. No,
1: you said time. it right that she was the grandmother of the parents.
0: No, I think I said she was the grandmother of James, but that's not right. She's, she's the, the
1: grandmother, grandmother of their James. parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, gosh, that's so messy.
0: Yeah anyway so she's remarried but her her now ex-husband I guess we could say they got annulled so but you know her second husband Angus still has control over her son James though
1: so now um, he's just some guy not only it does yeah. he have not already have any kind of click now he's just, just some, some dude who's kidnapped the kid kidnapped
0: the kid. Yes. And he decides that he now has authority to arrest Margaret's new husband because he is the one who is um, protecting the king, protecting quote unquote, you know. In,
1: what in a the? What? Okay.
0: I know, but don't worry. This doesn't last long because in June of 1528, James V is now 16 years old and he escapes his basically captivity. He um, said, I he, am he over Angus. it. Yeah, he gets out. And Angus flees into exile again. He's like, bye. No getting out of this one. Bye. So James is now ruling in his own right for real this time. Um, And Margaret and her new husband, who is now also free, um, kind of become the lead advisors to King James. Finally. uh, Oh my gosh. (laughs) James uh, gives uh, Henry Stewart the title of Lord Methven. I think that's how you say it. Um, so they get they get a little bit of clout from this. finally. Sure. And guess where Angus goes? Where? He done. He done goes to England oh where Henry God. gives him a pension and basically pays for him to live for a few years. Henry. He's nuts. Make it make sense, dude. I know. There's so much wrong with him. Despite the fact that her brother is constantly trying to destroy her life, Margaret still (laughs) really wants peace between England and Scotland. At least for the sake of her kid. Yeah, still at this point, Henry does not yet have a son, so, you know. He's got claims to both. A lot of other things are going on with the line of succession in England. Like, Henry's changing his mind a lot. But, you know, there's, like, still a chance that James... He has a very throne. strong claim to the throne of he England does. right now. He has the
1: yes. strongest claim right now.
0: Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. Um, So she really wants her son, James, to... Reconcile with Henry. Sure. Wants them to be friendly. She was the sixteen-year-old
1: who's never done anything wrong in his life, who's been passed (laughs) around to maybe have an okay time with his uncle. Is all she's asking for at this point. (laughs)
0: I know, right? Just don't go to war with each other. That's all I'm asking. Poor kid. (laughs) But James is very suspicious of Henry because he's supporting the man who held him captive, (laughs) kidnapped him. You know, right?
1: He says, "Actually, I don't think I like my uncle."
0: (laughs) Exactly, which is like, mm, I don't like him either, so I get it.
1: I think he would get drunk and make me uncomfortable at the barbecue. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> and he would. He yeah, would.
0: Yeah. He'd be drunk before he got there. Yeah. um, She does persuade them to meet in early 1536. And she has this vision in her head that they're going to meet at the field of Cloth of Gold, which was like this place where Henry met with the French. And um, she spends a lot of money to try to prepare for it. Um, but it comes to nothing because there are there's too many objections, basically. Oh, my gosh. Um, and James is now deciding, like, my mother is also not going to be the one to manage me. Like, I'm the king now. And Good for him. going to tell me what to do. Good for him. Um, and James also prefers a French alliance.
1: Fair for enough. obvious
0: reasons. Um, and on January 1st of 1537, he marries Madeline, who is one of King Francis I's daughters. Um, now, she had already been very ill before they got married, and she dies within, like, a month of their marriage. So that doesn't last very long. Okay. Um, Margaret... Is now getting tired of her new, new husband.
1: She does not because, have good taste in men.
0: Well, no. And he has also, he's like almost as bad as Angus. He's Say. cheating on her. Um, he's using up all of her money. Um, he, I think, also has illegitimate kids, but I can't really remember. Um, and she is like, mm, I would like another divorce, please. But now she has to ask her son, because he's the king, and he says, no. <laughs> you made and this she, bad, girl. <laughs> yeah, she suspects that her husband has probably bribed James, which is entirely possible. Um, but either way, he says no. Um, she tries to run away. She tries to flee to England again in 1537, but she's caught and sent. Right on back.
1: Why do you want to go back to England? Your brother has given your terrible ex husband a
0: yeah, pension. I think she. Like... I think she probably hoped that her sister would stand up for her, but I don't know. Her sister was also not in the best graces at that point because she had remarried, and Henry didn't like that match. It was a whole thing.
1: Yeah, well, Henry never l- liked a match ever in his life. <laughs> not one of them. That's his not true. or others. He liked
0: one of that's his true. He and did like died. one. So, um, you know. Um, so James gets remarried to Mary of Guise. Um, and Margaret and Mary actually get along really well. They have a good relationship. Um I liked this quote. These two women, among the most formidable in Scottish history, established a good understanding. <laughs> Um, she Mary really made sure that Margaret was taken care of, um, and that she was able to make regular appearances at court to basically stay like I'm still here, right? Uh-huh. Um, James and Mary do have three children, um, two sons and a daughter. Only one of them survives infancy, and that is the future Mary Queen of Scots, yes, indeed. So, and that's where that's what we're talking about. That's the other, it's the whole thing, yeah. Um so on October eighteenth, fifteen forty-one, Margaret dies at Metvin Methven Castle um after a stroke. Mm. Um It was originally thought that she might recover, so she she doesn't make a real a will. Mm. She sends for James, um, who is away, uh, to come, but he didn't make it in time. Mm her last wishes now she she didn't make a will but she brought in some of her counselors and said here is what I would like to happen uh-huh she wanted james to this is so bizarre she wanted james to treat angus well huh um and to beg angus's forgiveness um for her offenses against him i think she just thought it would make james safer sure Um, she wanted all of her possessions to be left to her daughter, Lady Mm -hmm. Margaret Douglas. But James ignores both of these wishes. He does not get, he does not forgive Angus. I don't blame him. Not for that, no. But he takes all of Margaret's possessions and keeps them for himself. That
1: one's not great.
0: Yeah. Um, he does pay for her funeral, though. Um, she is interred initially at... Carthusian Abbey in Perth, um, near James I, and Queen Joan Beaufort. And her tomb was actually later desecrated by Calvinist iconoclasts <laughs> in the late 1550s. Oh so gosh. her tomb was, like, destroyed.
1: That's wild.
0: And that's Margaret Tudor. Man. She had a really interesting life.
1: Yeah, she did, uh, did a lot of stuff happened to that woman.
0: <laughs> she gets overshadowed a lot, because, you know... Everyone else in her life.
1: Well, that period that of history her, was just but. absolutely insane. And every single person yes. has a wild story. Every person involved with the Tudors just has a wild story. and
0: Yeah. You can bet we'll be coming back to more of the Tudors. Because I really want to talk about Mary at some point. Mm-hmm. Definitely want to talk about um, Henry VII. So, lot on, a lot going on. A lot going on. I just think Margaret, poor thing. She had a lot of misfortune. Yeah. Um, in her personal life. Yeah. Um, and a lot of bad men.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: which actually is really kind of a bummer because her first marriage was good. Mm-hmm. I, like he treated her very well. Mm-hmm. He wanted her to be treated like the queen of Scotland, mm-hmm. and they got along. And he did his thing, and she did her thing. That is and always who what knows? happens. That's always who what knows happens. What would have happened if he had lived? Like, how different would her life have been? I don't know yeah but you know would we have had mary queen of scots and like would that have been different oh yeah we wouldn't have had her mary's husband and we wouldn't have had james the Sixth. like you know it's crazy how these things happen um but yeah that's mary or margaret sorry Hmm? (laughs) there are too many m names yeah all right
1: good episode sis
0: thanks I enjoyed researching it um i don't know what's gonna happen next time <laughs> yeah um we'll still be in august so we're nearing spooky season though mm-hmm. so again if there's anything in particular you want us to talk about i mean we kind of have a plan for a spooky season but we haven't fleshed it out yet so but we're always also looking for more spooky season topics so even if they don't get talked about this year we, we're,
1: we'll sh- we're trying to storm up
0: yeah exactly um so if anyone has any topic suggestions, spooky or otherwise, uh, you can send them to us at rememberthatpod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and threads at RTTPod. Um, and we would love it if you would leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to this podcast. And if you want to find me on the internet, I am at TheRealAnnaWeb.
1: And I'm at ACWNerdFighter.
0: Nerdfighter. Woo! We did it. We did it. I feel feel tired after that one. I don't know why. I think it's just like a lot of talking.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and a lot of people and names to keep track of
0: and (laughs) alliances switching back and forth. Truly. Straight. Well, that's all I know. All right. So, until next
1: time. Remember that time.